I've heard that life is what you make it. I say, make room to grow. I'm your host, Lawanda Dockery, and this is the Make Room to Grow podcast. It all started with a dream about growing food, and who would ever imagine that growing food would lead to me learning about personal growth and development? Well, it did, and I want to bring you along for this beautiful ride. Thank you so much for joining me. Hello, Grow Nation. I hope you all are well. It's the end of the week and you know we got stuff to do in the garden. But you know, nothing bugs me more than trying to get going with your plants and you get rudely interrupted by pests. We could run a whole list down of different types of pests, indoor and outdoor pests. This week, I want to talk about those rude little fungus gnats. They're everywhere. They're like little fruit fly looking things and I can't stand them. So I did a little research on orkin.com and it turns out they have a relatively short lifespan. So about 30 days at maximum. And the fungus gnats are different than the fruit flies. They just tend to look alike. And the thing with this is that if you keep your soil moist, they tend to hang around the top of the soil, the base of the plant. And so the best thing to do in this case, you may remember I've mentioned in previous episodes, is to bottom water your plants. But the thing is, we love to give our plants all types of TLC every day, all day. And that's what I was doing. Being that I've been growing my seedlings indoors, I've been watering and watering and watering, just being afraid that they would dry out so much so that I produced this problem with these fungus gnats. So to rectify this, over the last week or so, I've been only watering sparingly. So once I see that the soil would be drying out in the actual container, in this case, I'm using solo cups now because my seedlings have gotten a little bit larger, I've just laid back on the watering. So maybe not, maybe a couple times a week. When I really see that the plant is thirsty, then I will sit it in a lid and that lid would have maybe an inch of water. I let the, can let the plants wick up the water, whatever they don't take up in a half hour, 20 minutes, then I will discard. But in most cases, they will soak that water up. You won't believe how much progress I've seen in these plants since I've taken that approach. And that really has eliminated the bulk of those fungus gnats. Now, I just purchased some oil of oregano. This is all experimental. I will be testing it out in as much as I'm going to put a couple drops in a spray bottle and I'll mostly fill it with water. So maybe just one or two drops. I'm going to test this out with just one plant. And I'm going to spray the surface, not drench it, but just lightly mist the surface of one of those solo cups. I'll use a plant that I think may not make it just as a test case. And I'll report back as to how that works. But really the drying out of the top of the soil, not to the point that it will kill the plant, not to the point that you're seeing the leaves start to yellow, but to the point where you know the 
the roots and everything beneath the top of the soil are moist. If you were to push, if you would take your finger and scratch back the surface, you still would feel moisture, but not to the point where you're breeding these fungus gnats on the top of the soil because it's just staying too moist. It's just like that cartoon, you know, um, where the little girl was like, I just want to love them and squeeze them and hug them and hold them. And she would just be tearing the poor little animal apart. Like, that's what we're doing with our plants. We have to relax. We have to know that it's all good and let them grow. Finally, a couple of other prevention tips. Remember when you're starting your seed starting mix, you want to use cocoa core and potting mix, but you want to boil water and pour over the cocoa core, which will expand before, let it cool before you mix it in with your potting mix. That will prevent some of the fungus gnats from forming to begin with because you know you're working with sterile, a sterile medium. Another thing is cinnamon. I've seen people sprinkle cinnamon on the top of the soil to prevent fungus gnats because supposedly cinnamon has antibacterial, antifungal properties. I've also seen people use neem oil and sprayed it on the surface of the soil as well. I've also heard of a peroxide diluted solution where you just use maybe, you know, one little part of peroxide, you know, and four times the water to get rid of the fungus. And like I said, the best tip that I've used and that I've seen progress with is really drying out the soil and not allowing it to sit and breed and moisture. Well, that's it, guys. I just wanted to give you some tips that I, I'm in the trenches and it's working for me. And so if you're encountering this and not only do you have this inside, I've had an infestation outside. I tried to reuse the same potting soil that I used for my lettuce last year and I put radishes in them and they seem to be growing fine. I had it covered up with the tool just so that no moths or anything could get in. Butterfly moths could lay any larvae on them. And what I found out was that it was infested with these fungus gnats. And that's probably because it was there from last year. So sometimes you have to scrap the whole thing and start over, which is that is exactly what I did. So that's all I have for you today, guys. As always, I want you to be intentional about those areas in your life where you are going to make room to grow. Oh,